Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We've seen how the Russian war in Ukraine has led to prices of fuel and, and food spiking. Medyo mas nagsa-stabilize na pero makita naman natin no sa lalo na tayong mga uh, ordinaryong consumer na hindi hiwalay yung usapin ng presyo ng kuryente, presyo ng bilihin sa nangyayari sa mundo. Lalo na karamihan ng pinagkukuhan natin ng kuryente ay imported. That's Denise Fontanilla talking about the very real and direct impact global events have on our daily lives. She works at the Institute for Climate and Sustainable Cities, an NGO that works on climate and energy policy. I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka. In this episode, let's talk about the key role the Philippines plays in advancing renewable energy. Recently, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, or IPCC, released another installment of their 2022 report. As in years past, they called for urgent action. We should do everything we can, immediately, to cut emissions so that we can keep global warming from exceeding 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial temperatures. In fact, the scientists said, quote-unquote, it's now or never. That's the first time they've issued an ultimatum on critical temperature limits. But at the same time, the IPCC says, there is proof that we are taking steps toward a greener future. Tumarami na raw kasi ang policies at batas that slowed down deforestation and sped up the deployment of renewable energy. And alam naman natin, it's much cleaner than fossil fuels. At the same time, bumaba na rin ang costs of solar and wind energy, pati na rin ng batteries by up to 85%. Nag-improve na rin daw ang energy efficiency. Denise Fontanilla of the ICSC says there's a big opportunity here as we elect a new administration. So sa energy, what we are pushing for, especially now na magkakaroon ng elections and change in administration, is for our next leaders to push for affordable, reliable, and secure energy. So mura sapat at maaasahan na enerhiya. And for ICSC, this means investing in homegrown renewable energy. Marami tayong solar, wind, hydro, at iba pang sources ng renewable energy. At dahil na rin sa paglad ng teknolohiya, dahil dami ng progress din sa in terms of policy, sa mga dumadami ang investors no, sa Philippines and across the world, nakikita ng ICSC, no, based on data, on evidence, na wala nang rason kung bakit kailangan pa rin tayong mas umasa sa coal, 
sa oil or sa langis or even fossil gas, yung tinatawag na LNG or liquefied natural gas. Sa totoo lang, sabi ni Denise, as early as the 1960s, gumagamit na tayo sa Pilipinas ng renewable energy technology. At ngayong mas mura na ang renewable energy, as the IPCC says, all the more we should go this route. Certainly sa Pilipinas, makikita ito sa figures din ng international agencies na kahit nung panahon ng pandemic, tumaas ang, tumaas ang bilang ng renewable energy projects. Maraming mga Pilipino na mas na-employ ng renewable energy industry. So ayon sa International Renewable Energy Agency or IRENA, makit pa nga sa 7,617 megawatts or makit ng 9% ang renewable energy capacity ng Pilipinas noong 2021. Ngunit wala pa rin naman sa 30% ang RE or renewable energy sa energy mix ng bansa noong 2020. But things seem to be looking up. Last week lang naglabas ng pag-aaral ang Department of Energy at World Bank. It showed that the Philippines can install anywhere from 6 to 40 gigawatts of offshore wind power by 2050. That's enough to power 5 to 45 percent of our country's electricity needs. Not only can it create thousands of jobs by 2040, the World Bank said, but it can also provide $30 billion in, quote, cumulative net benefit back to consumers compared to coal power generation by 2050, end quote. Sabi pa ng World Bank, Philippine waters are an abundant indigenous energy resource. Pero hindi lang tubig ang likas na yaman natin. In fact, some provinces are already piloting renewable energy projects that can be scaled up. We see some electric cooperatives, like for example in Romblon, yung Romblon Electric Cooperative or Romelco, which has their own wind project, solar, biomass. Sinasabi ng mga taga Romelco no, na since they have relied more on renewable energy and less on diesel, mas naging mas mura yung presyo na ng kuryente para sa kanilang mga ano, member consumer sa cooperative. or nakikita nga natin even companies that are traditionally fossil fuel based also are starting to diversify their sources of energy into renewables. Aboitis in mini hydro, we have Meralco investing in solar, we have ASEN or AC Energy, the Ayala Energy Subsidiary, which dropped I think 1 billion pesos of its whole portfolio. And ngayon, mas nag invest into RE, not just in the Philippines, but actually mas madami across Southeast Asia, across Asia-Pacific. Even San Miguel has RE investments. We're seeing BDO Capital and BPI looking for more um, projects to finance, no? looking for more feasible proposals. This is not just small developers or environmentalists pushing for this. This is already happening in the real economy. What is needed is for our policymakers to catch up and to hasten that shift no, to cheaper, more reliable, more secure power. Renewable energy in the Philippines isn't just about paying less for electricity. It's also an answer to extreme weather events. Just think about how long so many families had to go without electricity for in areas affected by Typhoon Odette. 
Denise talks about ICSC's experience in helping out the communities that were devastated by Super Typhoon Yolanda in 2013. Many survivors depended on solar home systems donated by international aid agencies. Yung mga kapwa Pilipino na nasalanta ng bagyo, sila pa nga yung unang nag-adopt ng solar for household use. For barangays na isolated, mga, kunwari mga nasa isla, nasa bundok, yung mga hindi talaga nakakonekta sa main power grid. Yung naging karanasan namin sa island ng Suluan, sa Eastern Samar. Ito yung parang pinaka-easternmost na isla sa buong Pilipinas. Na sila na mismo yung nagdi-DIY ng mga solar home systems. Na hindi lang yung simpleng solar lamp, kundi yung parang mabibili ba sa raon na mga na talagang iba-ibang pyesa, no? Na DIY na dahil sila talaga eh never na connect sa grid. ICSC has also been training solar scholars to harness solar energy in their daily lives. Para rin handa sila para sa kahit anumang sakuna. At ang gamit nila, mga materyalis lang na kayang-kayang mabili sa local hardware store nila. Here's Denise's colleague, AC Dimatata. Para nakita namin na nakikita na nila na yung solar hindi lamang for disaster, pero nakikita nila na maganda din siyang magamit sa pang-araw-araw na buhay. Kasi parang kapag when you ask them, nakikita nila, ah, yung streetlight namin, solar na yan. Kaya kahit wala pang kuryente, napapagana. So, Denise, can you just remind us what our main takeaway should be from the IPCC's latest findings? What we are seeing from the latest report is that the window for action is closing if we are to stave off the worst impacts of climate change on our communities, our economies. But at the same time, sinasabi rin ng IPCC report na the tools are there for us. We can make changes across all sectors right now, not just for energy, but also for transport, for infrastructure, and The IPCC report is also saying that doing this, acting on climate change and hastening the energy transition, is not just good for the climate. In fact, it makes economic sense. It makes business sense. And so it must not be seen as a trade-off. Acting on climate is in fact acting on food security, on water security, energy security. Mas malulugi nga tayo kung hindi tayo mag-shift to renewable energy as soon as possible. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by myself and edited by Presh Capistrano. If you found this story meaningful, I think you'll also be interested in two other episodes of Teka Teka. Check out how Dennis Oy got his hands on Malampaya and Bakit ang mahal ng kuryente? And share them with a friend. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Maraming salamat po. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.